It's that lunchroom chatter podcast, you know. Well, you sit up and think about fucking your girl's best friend, but you can't because your girl's a fighter and she'll fuck you up. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you lay up and think about being a porn star, but you can't because you come too quick. So you got to eat the pussy for 95 minutes. Mmm, that kind of shit. This that lunchroom chatter podcast where you in bed at night thinking about beating your meat, but you can't because you live with your mama. And she busts in the room and say, bitch, get the fuck up. Mama, why you ain't knock on the door first? This that kind of shit. Where you can be yourself, where you can relax, where you could put yourself into the mind of another nigga. So stay tuned. Let's get this shit popping. Lunchroom Shadow Podcast, baby. Yes, sir. Oh, man. I ain't probably been this excited um, to record an episode in quite some time. Now, a lot of topics for this episode you guys picked. I said on um, on Instagram, which is Lunchroom Chatter Pod, I said, send some topics you guys want me to talk about this episode. I'm probably going to call up my girl, my girl Dijon, New Orleans' own lawyer, because some of these topics I can't answer myself because I'm a man. Now, somebody said they want to know about black men and women dating outside their race. Somebody also said they want to know, like, when do you know you are staying too long with someone who is toxic? And a topic that came about this morning from speaking to a friend was the topic of about relationships. Now, why do women, again, not all, but why do so many women rush into relationships fresh out of a recent breakup? Now, I believe that there are a lot of different factors into why a lot of women rush out of relationships and before they heal, they rush straight into another one, man. But um, I'm kind of heartbroken, man. I had to block someone, kind of cut them off, who I've known for so long. I've known this person for about seven to eight years, but... You know, on Instagram, they took everything I everything I say on Instagram, you know, my words, my videos. You know, she said, you know, you do a lot of trashing women online. I'm like, what? Like, if you have ever followed me on Instagram again, which is Lunchroom Chat Apart, and you take anything I say as trashing woman, then I really don't know what to tell you because I come online. I speak my truth. I speak strictly on what I see. I don't make shit up. Everything I say is what I see when I log online. So I want to go outside my element for this to start this podcast. I want to play a song by my guy, Rich Homie Quan. This song is called The Author because everything I say, this is my truth. I ain't making shit up. Now, you don't have to like what I say. You know, so be it. You have that right. But I'm speaking on how I feel. This is my guy, Rich Homie Kwan. This is the author. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a ratchet show today. I mean, not really, because I, I, I take back the ratchet part. Let me boo myself for that shit, because I want to be honest. I want to be open, and I want to have some good discussion, you know, amongst myself and amongst a friend about a lot of these serious issues that we make fun of in the black community. But again, this is my guy, Rich Homie Kwan. This is the author. The average person like Don't think this shit I'm talking about made up or Make believe or some shit <laughs> But nah man This my everyday life dog 
Prank got some stories I'm telling, but they not made up. Don't try to doubt me, just spam me, don't want that fake love. 18 ain't nobody, no role that won't need a Jacob. So when I tell you this story, no, they not made up. Keep on my chain when I fuck up, baby, yeah, we made love. It took eight months in a couple weeks just to save up. I told my mama, go get it, because she know I got it. Might buy the house I grew up in just to say I bought it. We just extra flesh, hundred racks on the necklace. First time I got booked in Houston, sold out show in Texas. I couldn't make no money off that bad first. This shit was stressful. I was in these nigga face with my CD, just like a freckle. I was probably leaving the studio when they was on their way to breakfast. When they was probably going to sleep, I was still up. I was going extra. Wipe the phone on the Walmart. I was still on Gresham. I told myself I never fall off. Point gotta do better. I do this shit in real life, nigga. No make believe. I was broken hair growing up, and I figured what I make a week. Rich spirit, that a way to be. These niggas cotton, and I'm harder than them. It's copywritten, cause I wrote it. I'm the author. I got some stories I'm telling, but they not made up. Don't try to doubt me, just spam me. Don't want that fake love. 18 ain't nobody, no role that won't need a Jacob. So when I tell you this story, no, they not made up. Keep on my chain when I fuck up, baby. Yeah, we made love. Eight months in a couple weeks just to save up I told my mama go get it because she know I got it Might buy the house I grew up in just to say I bought it To the with a station, fit down on my bracelet Eight months I was saving, house up in no neighbor, yeah Tryna hop on my paper, yeah Real life story not made up In high school, fucking hold by Stevenson out by Decatur Smoking by the cafeteria, back near the gym Smoking me throwing out the seeds and spin out the stems Shit, nah, we ain't playing the second one. Hell nah. That was my guy, Rich Homie Quan, the author. Now, like I said, man, I, matter of fact, let me call up my girl D. I want to dive straight into some of these topics. Like I said, these are topics that you guys sent in. And this is what I be talking about. Like, I want you guys to have a voice. And um, also have some voicemails I want to play as well. And thank you guys for sending in voicemails. Like, I hate when I ask a question online or in a past episode. And I get hit up and some of you guys say, yeah, you know, I want to send a voicemail in, but I'm, I don't really like my voice. Bruh, like your voice is going to be your voice forever. So if you don't like your voice now, you know, yo, these mother, I know y'all hear this fucking drilling. These motherfuckers going to go outside and drill the pavement at the moment I start. This some bullshit. But let me call her my girl D. We ain't going to waste no time. She better pick up first ring. Like I feel like, you know. I'm that I'm that type of guy. When I call, you pick up the first ring. 
I don't want to hear this shit ringing twice. <laughs> Hello. Oh, here you go. What's up? Let me clap it up. First of all, how you doing? So I don't today? have to go get my gun. <laughs> you don't got to get the gun, but how you doing today? You doing good? I am amazing. Uh, now, this past week on Instagram, now I told the listeners to send in some questions and. Based on what they sent in, I feel like me as a man, I can't answer these by myself because I feel like some may come off as biased. Now, mm-hmm. one woman said she like she want my opinion on why black men and black women date outside their race. Like, do I think it's good? Do I think it's bad? So I'm going to start with you now. You know, as a black woman, when you see black men date white women, first of all, how does it make you feel? Ooh. The Lord has worked on me. However, um, I used to be pissed off, actually. Like, um, like I angry? Yeah, like, I, I mean, like, yeah. I really, I would be that person to go all my way to, like, look at the couple crazy and just be like, what the fuck? Right? And I, that largely was based on some of the conversations I used to hear black men have as it relates to black women, right? They used to just Mm-hmm. down us and just talk bad about us and to justify them wanting to be with a white woman or a Latino woman, you know, like um, talk about our attitude and all this. I'm like, it's I, just like bullshit reasons they would give. I mean, you're yeah. right, but hold on. But, but now to play devil's advocate because like, like when, when black women date white men, they say the same thing. We going to date a white man because they treat us better. So Mm-hmm. Even on the opposite, on the flip sides, like when black women date white men, they down us too. Oh, black men ain't shit. That's why we went white. So it's well, it's on both sides. <laughs> well, it's on both sides. But then I guess it goes back to that conversation of um, I know you, you talk a lot about like who has the responsibility to mm-hmm. date X, Y, and Z, right? Mm-hmm. And for for I feel like so long, black men haven't been able to step into the role of being the provider, being the protector, to cover their women and, and stuff like that. And so when black women, like, are, when I say, like, they had it together, meaning, like, mentally, holistically. and You said are, black you know, women? To, you said black women have I, it I together? Like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm just about to give you an example. Let's say if there's a black woman who has it together, like, holistically, right? Mm-hmm. Um like, you know, she takes care of herself, she's good mentally, um, she has, you know, probably a good career of business, and mm-hmm. she really wants a black man, right? Mm-hmm. Now, as you know, statistically, there's not that many options for us as black women. And shit, even in the pool of, like, professional men, like, there, it's just not, because even those men are out there playing games because they know they're an anomaly. So an educated black man is really a fuckboy sometimes because they if they don't know themselves fully because they look at it like, oh, I got money, I got status, I'm that nigga, mm-hmm. so I can fuck around who I want to fuck around with because I'm I'm sought after. Wait, wait, so wait, hold on, like, hold on. Wait, when you said there are not that many options, you mean like black men that are mature, black men that are professional? You speaking about those options? Um, that's just necessarily professional, but who 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 can take care of themselves? Right? Oh, okay, okay. Who isn't in and out of the system 
on their own doing. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a there's a difference between some people who just I I know it. I have heard too. I come on. I'm a defense attorney, so mm-hmm. I, I get it. Where you just wrong place, wrong time. Whereas you are a habitual offender, right? Mm. Mm. So um, I think that's probably when there are black women who say, you know what, man, fuck this. I'm about to go sit outside my race. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, but as far as black men is concerned, I, I hate it when I see them with someone who's not black. And the reason, like, and it's more of a... I mean, but sometimes, like when it comes to black men dating outside their race, like uh, like I know a lot of black men that do it, but like like they don't trash black women in the process. Sorry, I say that's cool. Oh, so so you said like your main issue be with like the men that the men that do trash black women as they go white. Correct. Okay. Correct. I mean, I, I understand Correct. that, and they, and, they, and they make them to be superior mm. than we are, and I'm like, my love, they're taking they're <laughs> you know <laughs> taking away from our culture and putting their whiteness on it and making it seem like it's cool but mm-hmm. the fuck it, it's just shit like that do you have any yeah, brothers uh, I, I do have a brother but we don't really have a relationship I, I would have nothing of value to add from my brother but maybe my stepbrother maybe some of my guys <laughs> I, okay 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 so matter of fact so like okay so like let's go to your friends if you have a like a close male friend you know you know just per se and one day, you know, he comes to you and he said, you know what? I'm thinking about marrying my girlfriend. It's a white girl. Like, how would you feel? Mm-hmm. Or like, just like, what kind of Ooh. feelings would you have in regards to that? Immediately, I had some anxiety. I ain't gonna lie. I just got that like hit my chest. Anxiety? <laughs> Is it that bad? Is it that tough to see a black man with a white I, woman? Yes. And it's crazy because I do have, have biracial. Uh, yeah. <laughs> cousins or whatever but um I, of course okay so if one of my if my best friend came to me and he was like yeah one i'm a you know whew, yeah they probably will be hesitant to tell me at first but i would like to think that it's going to be out of pure love and that they try their hardest so <laughs> <with some sisters. laughs> and yeah and I do know sometimes it's genuine, it's real, but mm-hmm. I, I'm just not convinced. I'm, I'm really not. Because at one point, y'all got y'all dicks chopped off from even looking at a white woman. You know? <laughs> and y'all want to really... You're right. You're right. See, they ain't going to hold you down. They just not. Like, I just, I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. That's just me, you know? I mean, but like I said, like, I don't know, it's weird because like me as a black man, like you as a as a black woman, like if you was to come to me and, and told me, look, you know what? I met a white man and like I'm thinking about marriage. Like, I'm not I'm not really going to feel a way about it. Like, I'm probably going to be you're happy not gonna hear for those you. Words come out of the wine. No, <laughs> you're not going to hear that. Hey, I love it, though. But something else somebody said now, she um she wanted to know, like, why do women Get out of mm-hmm. it. Well, not all. Why do some women? Let me let me put the some. Why do some women get out of relationships, and before healing, they rush into another relationship, even though they are still mm-hmm. damaged or like they are still heartbroken over their past relationship. So, like, why are so many women scared to be alone? Why are so many women afraid to be alone? Because I see it every day on social media. Like, they break up on Monday. And by mm-hmm. Wednesday, they got a new boo. 
I'm like, damn, like, it's, bitch, it's no way you healed that quick in two days. It's no, no way. No, you're not. I mean, I, I've seen, um, oh, my God. Like, you're talking about social media where, like, people have new boyfriends, like, every few months. Every, it's like, mm-hmm. damn, like, I honestly, I think they're just, I mean, they're just afraid to deal with them themselves. Um <laughs> I mean, but I feel That's like if you don't, really if you think. don't look in the mirror, mm-hmm. if you don't deal with yourself, they're going to end up being more depressed and more, you know, damaged in the long run, as opposed to if you took the and time I think to it's heal it's now. A, it's a sense of false, it's a sense of like, uh, false comfort. What? I'm saying false. I think I'm using the wrong, help me Jesus. What word? <laughs> trying to, uh, you say what? <laughs> I'm, <trying to> say. <laughs> I'm just and over here listening. They're trying to be. They're trying to be comforted by something. Mm-hmm. And what they don't know is like it's all within themselves, mm. right? You know, they have to they have to cry it out. They have to feel the pain mm-hmm. and to really see like what what am I doing wrong or what is this like why am I attracting like this the same type of person? Like for example, for me, I'm trying to give an example. I I was in so much darkness, mm. um, like, after I graduated law school, um, mm-hmm. it's like, man, it's like, I feel like, now that I've arrived, I'm like, okay, I've done everything, quote, unquote, right, like, that I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I was still, like, ending up in stupid situations, like, talking to people who just added no value to my life. But because I felt as though I was so, so sufficient. Were they educated? I was so, yeah, like. Well, not just educated, like, educated, I can, like, hold my own, and, like, I had this great personality that was fun, it was just, like, oh, mm-hmm. like, I could just talk to anybody, because it's, like, I bring this to the table, so whether mm-hmm. they had it or not, like, I'm good, but what I didn't realize is that people are, like, they would leech onto you, and they would drain everything mm-hmm. from you, and you want to realize <laughs> I've been there. you're, like, oh, I've been there. Yeah, like, oh, I'm such a good person. And the nah, like <laughs> these people are robbing you, but people like the whole idea of like robbing. It's not always like physical. Sometimes it is spiritual. Mm-hmm. And you would just end up in this <laughs> dark ass tunnel until you really like hit rock bottom. And for me, it took uh, it took death happening for me to like really really wake the fuck up. And I was just like, oh, I now see. So I feel like until somebody literally fall on their face, like they're mm-hmm. not, they're just not going to learn, you know? And I hate, I hate, <laughs> I hate what women go through. It's Me too. That, uh, Me too. But I mean, but like you said, like sometimes like, like it, you may have to have that wake up call, but sometimes like, like, mm-hmm. like, like you don't want to get your ass beat or, you know, God forbid you close to death. You know, and like that's your wake no, up no, call. No, 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 no. I mean, well, shit. Yeah, some people do get their ass beat, and, and even then, it's not a wake up call. Mm-hmm. So, what would you call it at that yeah. point? <laughs> I mean, you, at that point, if you close yeah, to death, you're gonna be happy I, I, just to I'm wake saying, up. Thank God, I, no man has ever put their hands on me. Mm-hmm. But there are people who are accustomed that right there mm-hmm. and it becomes a norm and they just again it goes they just want to have that connection they want to have that attach- attachment they want to have somebody in their bed and i think 
it's easier for me to be like, uh, people just don't know how to be by themselves, but I've only known to live by myself and to, yeah, okay, you know, yeah, deal with, yeah. And so, like, I ain't never had, like, not to say, like, nobody never slept by my house, or my dad, but nobody stayed with me long term. I've never lived with nobody long term, so somebody's not here. That's just the standard, you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, no, I'm not saying, but like some women, they 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 can't they can't seem to to shake it, and it's like they're so miserable. Yeah, they like, can't function without I nobody. Know, yeah, but you're miserable with the fucking person, so why are you still there? Mm-hmm. I mean, hold on now. Now, somebody this morning, I want to ask your opinion. Now, she said, mm-hmm. she said, I don't feel that I am expecting to be in a relationship. I just, I just truly feel safer in this world. When I am in a relationship, what do you think about that? Mm. That's what she said. And when she said it, I was you like, know, I kind of understand I, it. I kind of do. I appreciate that. I, I, like, you know, I think about that sometimes, like, mm-hmm. uh, like the desire to have somebody to kind of like watch over you and, and protect you. Um, I, I can agree with that. Um, but, you know, I'm a woman of faith. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. My answer will just be a little different. Like, I know if I'm where I'm supposed to be at and I pray and ask God for protection, like, that God is the one covering me, right? I also carry, I mean, I also have a gun, but I don't, it's not like I, <laughs> it's not like I'm in the street all day, every day with a gun. I gotta go, I mean, I gotta go to court. I can't bring a gun to court. Like, Is it licensed I'm though? Covered. Is it licensed? I hope it's licensed, right? Hmm. I don't need a license to carry. Oh, I mean, I open carry. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I open carry. Now the last thing I want to ask you, I mean, everything kind of interconnects, but if you are dating someone, you know, who has toxic uh-huh. traits or a toxic personality, like she said she want to know, like when do you know that you are staying too long instead of just leaving the relationship? That's what she said. I'm trying to see what she said. You understand the question? How do you know? When you have to ask that question, I mean, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. Like, like when you get to a point where you got to ask that question, it's time to go. You said what? What does toxic mean to you? In a like, uh, if a woman like, what would be uh, maybe three common toxic traits that? I mean, of course, abuse. Um, like any form of like mental and physical okay. abuse, that's toxic. You know, verbal abuse. Yeah. And absolutely. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, like, like when you get to a point to where you know you come home from work and like you got to sit outside in your car and like just gather your thoughts and compose yourself before you go upstairs because you know, like once you go home, you miserable. It's time to leave. Like that's my opinion. Yeah, for sure. That's it's time for sure. Now, you as a woman, like, like what is toxic to you? Like, what do you classify as toxic from, from like a man? Like toxic traits? Yeah, um, uh, projecting their insecurities. Mm. Um, Onto me, and it caused me to think that it, <laughs> like, something is wrong with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> Have you ever dated a man that was insecure? Um. Like, insecure, jealous, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but, uh, but you know, that's a reflection of me. You know, I'm not even going to bash that person because I should have never been with them to begin with. But mm. I didn't see my, like, you know, I didn't think I was worthy enough to have somebody who I truly wanted. So it's like, we were just two insecure people. Like, 
Now, when you say insecure, now when you say insecure, like well, you said you both I'm were. So like self esteem. Okay, self esteem. Okay, okay. I mean, because like insecurity could also be, you know, with, with like, like say for example, it's Friday night and like you go out with your girls and like your man thinks that you're out mm-hmm. fucking other men, like that could be insecurity as well. I thought you meant like insecurity oh, yeah, in terms no, of that. No, no, no. I, um, no, not along those lines. No, I did. I feel like I was the one, and listen, and this is not something I realized until like after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like sometimes you can create arguments with people. Um, because you just don't want to be with, like, you're trying to find, you're trying to find something wrong mm, because you really just there. don't want to be with them. <laughs> yeah. And so I remember, uh, like the last, my last work when I was in law school, um, he had like two girl best friends, like, and mind you, like, they were of no threat, like at all. How do you like, know? How like, do you know they weren't a threat though? Or did he tell you, you know, these are my two girl best friends. Oh, they like, cool. I wasn't concerned about them. Like, okay, let me say this. Okay. So. They must have been <laughs> ugly. They must have been ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> well, like. No. That and. Hmm. I mean, they could have, I mean, there could have been some sort of, uh, but. I wasn't really concerned about that. It was just yeah. like to me. You just ain't give a damn. Time in which, it was. It was one of the girls. It was like the time in which she would like hit them up and feel like that. It was just annoying. But me, but I think me and her just never really like clear. I mean, we never really got along. So mm-hmm. I would just find reasons to I don't know. It's about something or like if they were hanging out. Um, I remember one. Time, now, mind you, the girl didn't like me, and it was clear. But, you know, I didn't care about you taking out with them. So I was like, so y'all not going to invite me to I can't come to the game night? <laughs> and I remember I sent a group text message with them two in, and I was like, so I'm not invited to the game night? And that caused, like, a whole little thing between them two. But I didn't give a fuck. But I think people need to realize there are seasons in people's lives when they're just, like, down mm. and I don't think that's a reason for you to uh, necessarily leave them you know if this is something that they're dealing with if a person you have discernment of course to see like okay they're maybe going through a season of depression or you know mm-hmm. like you need to not you don't need to but you should reevaluate the situation but of course abuse never 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 um, acceptable and um, yeah I mean, I agree. Now, hold on. Now, before I let you go, now, listen, the question last week was, you know, if you are single and you meet somebody, you know, and like they have great qualities, you know, they like they are good financially. They take care of you. You know, they're sweet in every single way. But you find (laughs) Hold on. But look, but the catch is, (laughs) but the catch is, but you find out they have seven kids. What would you do? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where they at now? (laughs) Yeah, they are clearly not around either. Now, now, what would you do? What, like, speaking for you, you meet a guy, he's great, he treats you well, everything. But yeah, you know, baby, I I got seven kids. I just thought you should know. Mm. You staying? Mm -mm. Wait, no. You so so you? No, I'm not. So you will leave behind? Okay, so so what if he got seven kids, but like like five is grown? So now he only got two little ones. Okay. So that sounds reasonable. 
So but, if it's so if it's like two children you have to take care of and not five of them and you don't have any baby mama drama, um, I would date the person. I would probably give it a try. I, I mean, now um, I believe like if he says you know he got seven kids by one woman, I believe that changes things. Now if he got seven kids and it's like five women, nah, it's it's time oh, to go. Hell, that, that's like, that's no. too many women. There's too many women, uh, and just from the man, just from an outsider looking in on some of the, the situations I've seen, like man, these women are just. Have you been there before? Ooh. Have you been there? Like, like, like you talking like you've been there before? Like you? No, I'm talking like I've been around the. Oh, so you've seen it? Listen, I am. From, listen now. Listen. <laughs> oh, the accent coming out, I, New Orleans, baby. <laughs> Man, bro, like you gotta realize the environment. I love that. You gotta realize the conversations <laughs> I hear. You gotta recognize the people I represent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, <laughs> <laughs> no love, but no, like, that's a lot of kids, bro. I mean, it is because, like, like on the flip side, if like if that was me, if I met a woman and you know everything seemed great, but she told me she got seven kids. I mean, I don't care how great she is, I'm gone. I can't deal with that uh-uh. shit. I'm like for myself, I and don't cannot. Let him, and don't let him have like five daughters. Oh, it's over. Nope, say. nope. I can't. Let, I can't. Let, let me tell you. I don't care what they say, but I mean, I already know I'm getting too fucked. <laughs> but a dude, like I used to be like, God, look, preferably a dude with a kid is fine, but it can't be a daughter because then I'm gonna have to compete with this little girl and her, like. <laughs> So so if you dated so if you dated so if you met a guy and he had kids, it cannot be a daughter, only sons. Maybe. Oh my god, the, the daughter is now nah, I can't do it. Like it's because I, I I would expect he's, he's gonna be a phenomenal man, he's mm-hmm. a phenomenal father. Mm-hmm. That means he's gonna be a great father to his daughter, right? Now I want that. I want men to have phenomenal relationships with their daughters to be so crucial. But because mm. I didn't have that, right? Now I got to look at my man. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> and I know it's now this is, but this is real life though. This is something I really was like thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Lord, I don't, I don't know about this because it's going to create. It could possibly. Would you be jealous? Would you be jealous? Would it be? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, see, at least, at least you can admit that. Okay. Oh yeah, because. Alright, now if I'm married like and I don't I don't I don't think of being the man who has a daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they don't understand the order of, of things, like knowing that like their wife comes first, then mm. their child, that couldn't be a big problem. That could be a huge problem. And I don't want and, and then it, like I don't want to like project that energy onto that, that child, you know, like I don't have to really go to therapy on that issue alone <laughs> like, wait hold on, hold on you made a good point so you said in marriage so okay so mm-hmm. if you got a daughter and she's like 10 years old and you marry him mm-hmm. you think that you come before his 10 year old daughter or you, or you should come before his 10 year old daughter I do come before the 10 year old daughter but that's but see again that's a conversation mm. that's, your, that's uh, a tough one right there yeah, that's my that's my spiritual belief. That's my faith belief. Like it's the husband and wife, and then mm-hmm. everything added. Because if if your if your if your wife isn't you know good, right? Mm. Y'all have to y'all have to build a household, right? It, it's I like, agree. 
y'all are the top of the pyramid, right? Mm. Then your kids are coming afterwards. So I know a lot of times people do things out of order and mess up the order of evolution. Mm-hmm. I get it. So not every man or woman is mature enough to have that conversation. And if, if, and if that's the case, then we don't have to talk. It's cool. You're right. Like, <laughs> It's cool. So, um, yeah, that would definitely be probably. That that's a, a tough one, though. Like, that's a tough one, though. Jesus. I mean, mm-hmm. but, 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 like, looking at it from, like, your lens, like, you, you are right. Mm-hmm. Like, looking at it from, like, the wife's standpoint, especially if that, it, like, if that child is not yours, then it's like, you do right. come first over the daughter, but it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to, you know, have a, another but man accept that. You can't have a relationship. It's called balance. Like, mm-hmm. it's called balance. And, you can't. Mm. I, I mean, there's no other way to cut it. Like, <laughs> it's really not, yeah, to be honest. You gotta. Yeah, I mean, like, because once you have children, like, even if we have we have kids, like, of course, you gotta. Uh, if there's a, a emergency, <laughs> you gotta attend to the kids. Like, but it would just be a lot. Oh, matter of fact, hold on, hold on. I want to end on this. Okay, so, so, like, say for example, it's like a Monday, and you know, his daughter has an event. And you have something you want him to go to, and he goes to his daughter's event and blows you off. Would you be angry at that? I'm like that phrase, blow me off, because if that's sound like you ignore me, you ain't giving me no head. I mean, but but if, if, like, you it's ask... A, I think a conversation needs to be had. Like, you know, fuck all that. Talk. Let's talk. I mean, but I feel like, but I feel like in that point, it's like a conversation can be had. But I feel like, like if he tells you, "Look, I'm gonna go to my daughter's event and I can't come to yours," I feel like regardless of the conversation, you'll probably be mad because he chose her over you in that instance. Um, I will be upset if I will be upset if um (laughs) again (laughs) okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. I will be upset. Regardless, but the level, if there's levels to it, because mm. I can be like, eh, I'm very, you know what? And I think for me, I'm a, I'm a little different. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. forgiving, mm. and so I could be upset, and like you may, my whole mood might be messed up, like for the mm-hmm. rest of the day. But yeah, like it would be conversations him and I would have to have, but I wouldn't. But not in front of her, right? But not in front of the little girl. Oh yeah, yeah, no. Okay, no, okay. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. You know, because I want to build up a young queen. You know, it's it, it given opportunity, but it's just like I just, uh, I just don't want to have to. Like I said, you never you know, know, man. You and that you and that girl may end up being best friends, man. You know, you're right, but Lord, don't you? <laughs> you be great. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Let me clap it up, man. I didn't expect that convo to be that long, but hey, the longer it is, the better the convo. But let's get into these listener voicemails. Now, like I said, the question I asked um, the other day on Instagram was, if you meet somebody, they're great, they're respectful, the looks are great, personality, job, and everything. But you find out they got six to seven kids. What would you do? Let me find this first voicemail. Here we go. Wow. The man of your dreams, but he has seven children. Mm. So first of all, if he's that perfect, then it's not real. 
Because no man and no woman is perfect. Mm. Sometimes when we get into relationships, we call that the, in the beginning of it, we call it the honeymoon stage. Nobody is that perfect. No man or no woman is ever going to have every quality, every characteristic that you want. That's just impossible. Mm. And you have to look beyond material things or physical things when it comes to being with another person. Is this the female Jesus she preaching? And seven children, I would question um, who does he have the seven children with? Mm. Are the seven children with one woman who he was married to, he's divorced? Or are the seven children from <laughs> different women who have children for him? Because that in itself, we just had that combo. Baby mothers is going to tell you the type. What? Hold on. Didn't we just have that conversation? Like she just told me that on the phone that if you got seven kids and it's by one woman, then you may be more lenient. You may be more open to doing that. But now if you got seven kids, if you got seven kids and those seven kids are by six to seven, quote unquote, baby mamas, then shit changes because now as a woman, you have to deal with more toxic behavior. Now, it won't be toxic, you know, if the guy has a healthy relationship with, with all of his kids' moms. But but we know in 2021, it's so much toxic shit. But let's clap it up for her. She she made a lot of valid points now. Let me play, let me play this next voice reply to that question. Okay, so here's my take on the multiple kids I guess I would want to know if he had just one children's mother or mm. multiple mothers. I know a guy that has, I swear to God, eight kids. Damn. And I'm pretty sure he has about five different baby mamas. Mm -mm. Mm. Although, that yes, terrible. he definitely takes care of his kids. He's very full-time in his kids. But mm -hmm. I don't know if mm. I could handle it. I guess I would also have to know the ages right now. Mm. Um, I did date him but this was like 11 years ago and i just ran into him recently and he has two more kids oh my under got 10 like five i couldn't do it again i my kids are almost grown i don't want to deal with it and at the end of the day i don't know if i could deal with that baby that many babies mothers i know that i have three children's fathers but i just i don't know i don't know i don't know if i could do it it would be a lot for me let's clap it up but like So this motherfucker got 10 kids, 10 or eight, the guy she was talking to before. But it seemed as if the common consensus with this question is it's going to depend. It's going to be dependent upon how many child's mothers you have. And I agree. I really agree because I'm thinking about, OK, so if I look at myself in this equation, right? OK, so if I have eight kids but I have five or six baby mamas, then I can't expect someone to date me and not be concerned about my child's moms. Because even though I would come off as a great guy, someone who is attentive, someone who is mature, someone who quote unquote has their shit together. Like a lot of women who date men with kids worry about them fucking their child's moms and rightfully so. And I say that because I know many men who have kids who are in relationships. Some are married 
and they still have sex with their child's mothers. When they go over there and drop the kids off, they fuck the they fuck the um they fuck their child's mom before they leave, or they end up you know still you know trading back and forth you know sex thing and shit like that. And these are people who are in relationships now, and the same like women do the same shit. Like a lot of women do the same thing with their child's dads because a lot of men are insecure. A lot of men, you know, they're jealous. So again, now. I want to use um, Rich Homie Kwan, for example. Now, a couple years back, he did an interview on The Breakfast Club where he said that, you know, he's out and about, he entertains, he has sex with other women, but he would feel a kind of way and he would feel angry and maybe he might even stop giving her money if his baby moms ended up messing with another man. And now Charlemagne asked why and Rich Homie Kwan said, Because your job is to take care of my child. And if you are entertaining other men, then you are not taking care of the child. And I was like, if that ain't the most hypocritical shit I ever heard in my fucking life. It's your child, too. But to say, you know, yeah, I can go out, I can fuck, I can do whatever with other women. But you as a woman, you can't see no man because your job is to take care of the child. Like, it seems as if you want to have your cake and eat it, too. And that is why I said I fully understand why a lot of women would be concerned based upon the fact of how many childs and mothers you have. Because it's toxic. (laughs) It could be scary because, like I said, that's my concern, too. If I decide to date a woman and she got seven kids, and I probably won't. I'm sorry. If you got seven kids, I'm probably not going to date you. But if I did, if I did decide to date you, like, I'm going to be concerned about you fucking your child's fathers. And again, this is not me being insecure, not me being jealous. It, it's just a valid concern in the black community. Now, I want to end this episode, man. But um, you guys who sent in topics, I love you guys. Like, that is what I'm talking about. When I say I want to listen to an episode, an episode with topics straight from you guys. But some just popped up now. Some of y'all might know and some of y'all may not know that a couple years back, well, think about a decade ago with Charlemagne, Charlemagne, Charlemagne the God was accused of rape. Now, Funks Flex, who is a DJ at Hot 97, he played the recording of a mother who said that Charlemagne raped her and her daughter And he got away with it. Now, this happened 17 years ago. Now, I want to play the recording. And again, if you guys have any responses, you guys want to reply or etc. Hit me up on IG at Lunchroom Chatterpod. And we're going to dive into this shit next week on the podcast. Or I might dive into it in a Zoom episode. But this is what happened. This is the recording. Now, 17 years later, because he continues to make mockery about it, joke and laugh about it, like it doesn't even matter to him, or he has no regrets or anything. Then he tries to cover it up with his money and his high-class attorneys, and now Mm. he's not going to be punished for it. 
Justice is not fair, and we will not stop fighting. So prior to this New York, I played um, Jessica Reed's interview. Let me stop that right there. Now, like I said, I'm trying to be... I'm trying to be sensitive here because, you know, this information does include a rape or an alleged rape. But let me read the report. It says, according to the woman, Charlemagne raped her, raped her daughter and is getting away with it after she did not allow her daughter to testify in that case. Now, Charlemagne has made reference to this many times. But like I said, I understand like the facts and the information surrounding this case. And you can look at the, the, um, the R. Kelly shit where a lot of them girls did not get justice till now. Damn near over 20 years later, because people who are of a high stature, a high status in the entertainment industry, they do use money. And, you know, having access to high power attorneys as a way to get away with shit. But in this case, I want more to be revealed. I don't want to come on here and speak on especially a sensitive topic such as this. If I don't have more information so I can better put together my thoughts. And I just want some facts because a lot of people do shit for money. I'm not saying that this woman is coming out now for money because this case happened 17 years ago. But I want to know back then, like I can understand why, but I want to hear why she did not let her daughter testify back then because 17 years ago, Charlemagne wasn't Charlemagne the God. He wasn't Charlemagne that he is now. So I just want more facts in this case to come out because at the end of the day, if shit turns out to be true, like do I think Charlemagne should suffer some negative consequences for this information? Yes. Now, I believe the case has already been resolved 17 years ago, but I still feel like it's some shit that's still hiding in the closet somewhere, man. But um, thank you guys, man, for tuning in to the episode. This is LCP, Lunching Chatter Podcast. This is your man, John Schultz, and all you guys out there who support the podcast, I love you guys so much, man. This podcast is doing great. The numbers are the numbers are continuing to grow based off of you guys sharing, you guys entertaining, you guys engaging in conversation. So thank you guys. Again, you guys can follow me on IG at Lunchroom Pod. You guys can subscribe on Patreon from the link in my Instagram bio. My cash app is NYC Stories 718. If you guys want to contribute, I, I, I don't give a fuck if you guys contribute $1, $2. Anything goes towards the, the, the continuation and the funding of this podcast. Love you guys. Stay safe. We out.